Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I am Rukmini, a Chennai-based data journalist. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I am considering this question: When should you lift a lockdown? It's day 94 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 40,263 confirmed cases with 1306 deaths. Tomorrow morning some important restrictions will lift. In the country's 130 red zones which include most big cities, private cars and bikes can now move around but public transport and cabs are still prohibited. Standalone shops even if they're not for essential items like groceries can operate as can private offices if one third of their staff only comes in additionally many state governments including in delhi and tamil nadu are signaling their preparedness or at the very least their desire or their need to ease restrictions even within red zones except in containment areas so how have other countries done it when did they lift their lockdowns and on what grounds The UK which has been in lockdown since March 23rd remains under lockdown even as the country awaits a likely speech by the PM next Sunday announcing some easing of restrictions. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has proposed five tests that the country must meet before it can exit the lockdown. These are 1 can the NHS continue to function? 2 is the UK past peak incidence? 3 is the rate of infection decreasing? four are there enough tests and personal protective equipment and five is there a risk of a second peak laid out in this way the uk's five tests provide a great checklist to any country looking to exit its lockdown most other countries have started to lift restrictions without a clear data driven explanation for their decision most of china is now out of lockdown and some schools even have started opening Japan and Singapore are going through their second waves and Singapore is in lockdown while Japan never really was in a strict lockdown. Spain has allowed people out for walks and exercise after a 48 day lockdown. Each stage of its four phase lockdown lifting plan will last 2 weeks. Some shops, bars and churches will begin to reopen followed by gyms, cinemas, theaters and hotels, but there will be no travel between regions until at least the end of June. Italians will now be able to travel within regions to visit relatives provided they wear masks but schools hairdressers gyms and many other commercial activities will stay closed travel between regions will be banned except for work health or emergency situations like bars and restaurants hairdressers will probably be allowed to open on the 1st of june museums and retailers from 18th may Factories already geared towards exports and public construction projects resumed activity last Monday while the majority of Italy's industry will restart in a few days. Of the 44 European countries to have imposed restrictions to curb the spread of the virus, 21 had started easing some of them and a further 11 were planning to do so soon. In the Czech Republic and Denmark, phased exits from strict lockdowns implemented early in the pandemic are underway. In Denmark, daycare facilities and schools began reopening 2 weeks ago, followed by hairdressers and other small businesses on the 20th of April. 
In an article for Wired, reporter Victoria Turk writes that there are two main approaches to easing a lockdown, according to Susan Mitchie, a professor of health psychology at the University College of London. One approach is a phased lifting of lockdown where different parts of the economy and community are opened up one by one. The other is a regional lifting of lockdown where geographical areas that have a lower rate of virus transmission see restrictions lifted first. The phased approach has been more commonly adopted across European countries, she writes. What we are seeing in India is a combination of the two, and I actually think that's quite wise. Though ultimately the decisions to lift lockdowns are not made purely on the basis of public health imperatives, and that's only natural. Ms. Turk writes that there are differences in the priorities that governments have, according to Linda Bold, a behavioral scientist and professor of public health at the University of Edinburgh. Many Nordic countries such as Denmark and Norway appear to have prioritized education and childcare, opening up schools first, she writes. In Germany, car dealerships were among the businesses allowed to open first, she writes. In India, IT companies are quite clearly among the top priorities of the economy and the government. Trying to restart the economy and restore livelihoods to vulnerable people will be important policy objectives for all governments, which they will need to balance against the risk of new infections. In upcoming episodes, I'll examine India's rationale and whether the data supports it. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Tomorrow, a new question.